All right, ladies and gentlemen, from the low desert of the great American Southwest, we're reporting from Phoenix, Arizona. Live. Live. I'm Kale. I'm Rachel. And uh, we operate the Electric Bat Arcade in Tempe. That's right. Yeah. Um, today's an exciting show. This is a fan favorite. Yeah. Because uh, we, um, we have the earnings report. You, the, you, the world you, famous earnings report. You want to you get right into the earnings report? No, I think we should start off by making note of, of how special today is. <laughs> today. I had no idea. Today uh-huh. is your birthday. Well, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, I know a lot of you have wished me happy birthday on, on social media. And the rest of you that haven't, let's get to text it. Text messages and all <laughs> that good stuff. I, I got flowers. Yeah. I think this is the first time I've, I've received flowers. Thank they you. were for me. Thank you so much. And we started this podcast on your birthday of this year. That's right. So we decided to have the last episode on my birthday. That's right. Not we, not today. Oh, no, no, but no. But no, in no. the future, <laughs> on one of my future birthdays, future birthday. we'll do the last episode. Not, but not, not, this isn't the last episode. Hope I didn't worry anybody <laughs> out there. But thank you for the, the birthday wishes uh, yes. from you and uh and everybody else out there you're very special we all appreciate <laughs> you. you you're one I, of a kind i appreciate being appreciated yeah this has been <laughs> great um so now now we can get into now it. we get into the earnings report this is a fan favorite this is something uh you know we all look for i look forward to it too because I, I don't even know what it is that's right and we yeah. are doing that the highest and lowest earners okay what's your guess for the highest earner of November 2023. Now this is tricky because um, because things change. That's why it's tricky, <laughs> right? That's, uh, I'm gonna say top earner Venom. Did you look at this? Is it Venom? It's Venom. How, for this is the third month in a row is that right um i'd have to double check that i don't remember if this is the third month in a row okay um i godzilla may have hopped in there once mm -hmm. uh but here's what's interesting there's only 13 dollars that separate Ooh. the top earner from the third earner so one two and three are basically like a a couple of tournament rounds apart okay Number two is Stranger Things. Mm. That's that's always been a, a favorite. Everybody loves that. Um, number three is Bond 60th. People love that game. Yes. Yeah. Number four, Godzilla. I know you were waiting mm -hmm. for it. It's always in the top five. Mm -hmm. Still a great earner. Right. Number four. And number five, Batman 66. That's a new entry. It's to, a new entry. To it's the always, top five. It's always in the top ten. Mm -hmm. um, but... It never, no one has any way of knowing that because we only cover the top five. Yeah, so that's that's a little surprise. Yeah, you have a, uh, gosh, what? I mean, that's a a four year old game, five. I don't, I don't know. It's, oh, it's. I think it's older. Is the, it older than that? I'm may, trying to remember what year maybe. it was. It, the, it, it was. It is the first uh, Spike Two release, first one with an LCD screen. But yeah, and the great game, great game, Lyman sheets. Uh, yeah, all of the rest of the games of are from the most code and rules. Roughly a year. Um, very years. cool. Yeah. So the lowest earners. Do you want to know the very bottom or the fifth from the bottom? Well, how do you want to do this? Uh, well, let, let's <laughs> let's start out at the fifth from the bottom. Fifth from the bottom. 
Getaway. Getaway. The Getaway is fifth from the but bottom. That's a, that's a fan favorite. Yeah, people love. Yeah. Love that game. And a great tournament game. A fantastic tournament mm-hmm. game. Um, it's always fun watching the new people. Like when it's shift gears, shift gears, and yeah. you want to tell them, like, God, just hit the little thing. Right, right. <laughs> but, you, but you can't because yeah. it's a tournament. Um, uh-huh. Second from the fifth from the last mm-hmm. is Meteor. 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 Another fantastic game. Excellent game. Yeah. But there, there it is. Mm-hmm. This is gonna. These games really surprise me. I'm sure that they must be surprising the listeners. Mm-hmm. Jackbot. Okay. That's a nice jackpot. Right. It's a fun Beautiful. game. Plays incredibly well. It, but there it is. Mm-hmm. And then one that stays near the bottom. Uh, who done it? Who? Well, yeah. Isn't um, it so weird that there's a game that people <laughs> love so much that earns so little? Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe this. Last time we talked about it, it, it got a little bump. It got a bump. Yeah. yeah. But um, there, yeah, that one. If you take it out, people beg you to bring it back. But uh, you, all right, well, so we we might get a bump here. And then the the bottom one. Mm-hmm. And the one that's leaving the arcade. Drum roll, ladies oh, and gentlemen. Paragon. Paragon. It's not really leaving it's, the arcade. If I had uh, my way, though, it might be. <laughs> that game. <laughs> always, well, always the worst tournament game for me. Yeah. Well, th- well, that's why I like it because uh, you know it, it shakes things up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it does shake things up. It usually shakes things up in a way that puts me at the bottom. Okay. So, <laughs> well, uh, well, well, let's we'll practice it. Yeah. Okay. We'll practice. That's it. one game we never practice. We go in and we play. Like lately, we've been playing, uh, and I guess this is a good time to bring this up. Uh, Stern Insider Connected, one of our great sponsors. Absolutely. We spent all day yesterday getting all these badges. We got a ton of badges. Right. Yes. Bond. We've been focusing we, on the Bond badges. There's, there are more yeah. badges, but right now we're focusing on Bond. Um, and we have like, what, seven days? Yeah, it's seven days. It's um, yesterday, the 7th mm-hmm. through the 13th, I think. Yeah. And Yeah, 13th. And you know, and this is so much fun because there, there are like team badges. Like you log in with friends to get a total score. I think it was like 77 77 million. million. Everything is focused on sevens. Yeah, the lucky seven. Yeah. Yeah, for Bond. uh, um, So um, what what really blew me away was how many people were making special trips to the arcade just to get these badges. Yeah, people that work there. Yeah. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Came in. Including us. Yeah, to get badges. (laughs) And we we spent hours like, like... Talking to people about like yeah. why are you guys playing so much? You usually just fix the machines. Yeah. Well, we're trying to get these inside of connected badges. badges. Yeah, yeah. So that's fun. That's very fun. And, and uh, I still have a lot more to collect. I think we got. Th- I, I think I got four of them last Did night. You? I think I got two or maybe three. Okay. Yeah, I got. I got. Well, we have to go in each of the days, so we may have to go into work on oh, your birthday. Interesting. To play some pinball, right? If we want to, if we want to be super sevens. And then, uh, what's really exciting, uh, Mike Vinicor will be here soon. Oh, for your birthday. Yeah, he'll He's be here. making a birthday trip out. Uh, Sunday. Yeah. He'll be here Sunday, and we can try to get some badges with him. Although, he, he may already have all of them. I don't know how that works. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. Well. We'll, we'll, we'll He'll we'll help us badge badges. hunt. Yeah. yeah. Good deal. Um, uh, you know what? I get, I get, I've got a lot of questions from the very beginning of the podcast, in person, and uh, through messages on Discord and what have you. And if you want to join our Discord, go to uh, electricbatarcade.com and click the podcast tab, and there's a, there's a link to join the Discord. They, they ask if this is a, a green screen. The, 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 book sh- the bookshelf, the book collection. Yeah. That would be a bizarre green screen. Right. No, these are books. 
This is a book. Oh. Here's just as an example. <laughs> we've got some snow crash right yeah. there. There's these are all these are real books. This, this is, is This is Rachel's book collection. <laughs> this is some it's of crazy. it. This isn't even all of it. Yeah. Oh, big fans of reading, and you should be too. Go grab yourself a book today at your local public library. Thanks, LeVar. It's free. <laughs> uh, next on the docket. Okay. Yo Deck. Yo Deck. Okay, so our friends at Stern Insider Connected uh, turned me on to this. Mr. Michael Grant, if I recall um, correctly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so... Uh, this is this is kind of cool. We we just we received one in the mail. We went with so um, Stern uses Yo Deck to push all of the data to their monitors at the uh, at their booth at, at conventions, and uh, they suggested we give this a try. Um, and there are other arcades that are using it also. And I can't remember who it was. Like two folks who have been using it offered. You know, if they said if we had any issues. Just uh, they would help us out with it. I remember um, that that was very nice, but I also don't remember which folks specifically. It right, but thank was. thank you guys. I, I can't remember who it was, but uh, thank you so much. Love the community. Yeah. Um, Yo deck, very cool. Uh, for for you arcade owners who are not familiar with Yo deck, um, it's a digital signage software and browser based software and hardware. Um, so you, you you sign up for the service, mm-hmm. which is absolutely free. I love that. Uh, as long as you're just pushing content to one television. Okay. Totally free. That's awesome. And the hardware, you can use a Raspberry Pi, so you can get your own Raspberry Pi, and then and then flash the the memory with um, uh, Yodec software and use that, or you can order the Yodec device. We decided to get the Yodec device. Yeah, we wanted to just eliminate any possible weirdness. Right, we, we, and we wanted to see what their hardware was like. Yeah. And it's like like 70 or 80 bucks, um, and it's a, it's a Raspberry Pi in a very cool metal case. Uh, it was totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's cool is, so you, you get this device, and there's as long as you're pushing it to one television, there's still no subscription fee. Uh, yes. so, so you're not tied to anything. Yeah, it's a great way to try this thing out. Then, if you do get a subscription, you can run multiple uh, TVs, and they'll even send you some devices for free. Oh, so it's the pay monthly, we'll give you free stuff model, right. or the pay once, and you get free stuff. So you have options. I like... I, I like owning everything outright, so we went with the pay, and we just have it up on the one TV in the big room, Sure. and then we're running... Uh, Amazon Fire Stick running the Odin browser... In the other room. On the other room. Okay. Um, the the reason for all this, uh, and we mentioned this in a, in a, a, a other podcast, mm-hmm. that the... Uh, so one television we have that's actually like near the bar is a, a 1080, mm-hmm. and so... It's running the Odin browser in 1080. We're having no issues with that. It right. it, it shows the uh, Insider Connected website just fine. On the 4K TV, we couldn't even open the Odin browser on a, a Fire Stick. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a Fire Stick. It's a it's an on device. Oh it, yeah, that's the, the. It's an Android device. Uh, uh, it's like the Walmart brand or something, right? Right, exactly, exactly. And they're very inexpensive, and that's why um, it's, a, it's a great thing to try out first, you know. Now, 
since we couldn't run Odin on the 4K TV, I was like, well, what do I do? And this is when they suggested the Yodec. Um, Yodec setup was very easy. There's so much, and, and now this is all browser-based. Okay. Um, and there are, there are so many variables. This is the kind of, of software and hardware that restaurants use, uh, restaurants or bars, or I could even see like, you know, maybe like uh, stadiums or convention centers using this. Basically, anywhere you see a TV that's like changing the menu or right. showing an ad or something, that's food, probably food a Yodec. Food pictures. Yodec or something similar. Okay. Right. Yeah. So, you know, food shots. So the cool thing about this, if you use this in, in, in your bar, your brewery, to uh, show insider connected stuff, you can show other things. So what we've done is this is my favorite part. You do. You love this. We we have we we show we display the uh, Stern Insider Connected for uh, two minutes. You, you can set up a playlist on the back end of, of the Yodec software. So we show uh, the the Stern Insider Connected uh, leaderboard for two minutes. And we fade to a, a commercial I shot. And I, and I just, during one of the tournaments, I just used my phone to yeah. shoot some video, overlaid some text, uh, and it's an ad for our Tuesday tournaments. Yeah. Fade to uh, the, the leaderboard, the Insider Connected leaderboard for another two minutes. And then what? And then it goes to a still of our tournament winner. Yeah, that's and, that's so cool. And this is the, the Tuesday tournament winner who, who was Mark the Shark, Mark the Shark Pearson. Yeah, yeah, and it's good. And then and that just uh, keeps going. And and you can put more stuff in there. Yeah, I'm gonna make some weird, creepy commercials. Oh, and I bet stick you are. You can, you'll be able to tell which ones I made and which ones Kale made. Kale's yeah. will look nice and polished and like friendly, and then mine will be kind of gritty and people like. And, and why is this black here? and white? A little <laughs> a little noise. Gr- yeah, it'll yeah, be yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'll so, know. But it's really cool to go into mm-hmm. the arcade and you see people like looking up, oh, there's me, there's me, I'm on the TV. Right, right. It's great. So Yodek's been good. Success. Yes. Um, at, at, at first, I, I, did ha- I did run into some issues uh, setting it up, um, had some type of little glitch. But I just had to to fix it. I you know I just I didn't even get in touch with tech support. Just uh, I went to their Yodek has a great YouTube channel with all kinds of uh, troubleshooting stuff, and I had to pull out the uh, the, the memory has a little memory card in there, uh, delete a, a preferences folder, reinstall it, and then and then set it up again, and everything's been working fine now. Yeah. And yeah. you can have it turn off and turn on on its own. So you can have it on a schedule, which is on, great. Yes. Nobody, no bartenders no. have to turn it on or off. Or right. This is all, and you can change it from home. Right. So if we're on vacation mm-hmm. or something like that, and you want to put, you want to show people yep. pictures of you on the beach, we can yeah. throw that up in the arcade. I think that that's one of the great things because. Um, Every time we do a tournament, we have to change the the television. Yeah. So every Tuesday we we have to have the uh, what is it match play. Mm-hmm. Now I can do it from my browser. I, I used to uh, fidget used to with sp- a remote. Yeah. You have to in, in, you know, put in a, a Bitly link. You know, use some type kind in of a bunch of URL stuff. shortener and, and mess around with the remote. Now it's all it's all in the browser. So Yodek is freaking awesome. Uh, thank you for the recommendation, folks at Stern Insider Connected. Good deal. Thank you. Um, Yo deck. What else Pri- we got? We have. Do you, do you know the prizes for a Chewy's end of year tournament? Oh my gosh, there are so many things. Um, well, well the, first first of all, when is the tournament? It's Sunday, December seventeenth, mm-hmm. and it starts at noon. 
and and Chewie does this every year. And so this is, but this is the very special one, right? So mm-hmm. everybody knows about Chewie's world famous bounty knockout, mm-hmm. and this is the very special holiday edition, end of the Ooh. year. And the way he does it is he wants to be sure that there are prizes for. It used to be prizes for everyone, but now we have so many people. It's prizes for the first fifty-two people that show up are guaranteed. Okay. There may be more prizes beyond fifty-two, mm-hmm. um, but if you show up. In the first fifty-two, you get a prize, and it's it's he's got a system. I think you you like draw a playing card, and that's tied to an envelope. And then I, at the I end, remember that was it's yes. like this whole you know. Of course, Chewie's got a system for how all these things are gonna it's play a blast. out. Yeah, and the prizes range anywhere from like ten dollar token bags or, or something mm-hmm. on that end it's a lot of like free wendy's frosties that's yeah, like a, a perennial yeah. favorite you get frosties for a year they last all unlimited. year unlimited the, the little tiny frosty which yeah. is perfect yeah. yeah and you can get like 365 of them <laughs> um and and then on the i think this year the biggest dollar value prize is one of the stern light up signs so that's like a 500 dollars right prize courtesy so, of game room goodies yes thank Ano-another you. another game sponsor room of the show thank you so much game room goodies they they support us to no end we'll talk more about those guys in a little <laughs> yeah, bit we, we absolutely, <laughs> yes we appreciate them very yeah. much thank you game room goodies yeah sponsor of the show and uh so chewy's tournament is when december 17th that's a sunday mm-hmm. um at noon Cool. And not only is it a lot of fun and, and Chewy gives out a ton of prizes, I don't, there, I don't think there's any tournament that gives out more prizes than this. I mean, a, a $500 gift. Also, it's your chance to get in some Whopper points before the end of the year. Yes, there right? are so many people riding that cusp. Right. We've been checking every single day. The scores went in today uh-huh. for your birthday mm-hmm. for the last league. You. And you, this is a big announcement. For the first time... Kale has surpassed me in the IFPA rankings. And he didn't just like surpass me by a little bit. He went, you're like now 200 places above me. You went from like way below me. Uh-huh. You've been performing. Something is up. I don't know what it is. Um, <laughs> Thank you. I, I may, we got to check your diet. Maybe it's, it's all the jujitsu. Maybe it's the cold yeah, plunges. I yeah. don't know. But you're playing phenomenally. Something's working, huh? So happy birthday. You're better than me. Well, thank you. I don't, I don't know. For if, now, I don't know if I go that far, but uh, yeah, um, yeah. So this is a chance to get some Whopper points. There's a yeah. There are so many people trading places at that 24th yeah. slot for. Uh, Arizona I wish State I, I wish I could tell you what's going on. You know, Roland is always messaging me, going, "Man, you're getting so much better. You know, proud of you." And uh, it's, it's I think it's all mental. Mm-hmm. I just I, I I like stopped trying so hard and just let things happen mm-hmm. and uh, let the ball come to you. Let the ball let the machine come to me. Yeah, yeah. That, that's <laughs> how you, that's how you you play pinball. Um, that's great. And thank you so much for the kind words. It's been it's been a blast. And I love playing with all these folks. Um, we uh, have been experimenting with a cool new toy. Yes, we and got it in the mail from from Marco Specialties, mm-hmm. another friend and sponsor of the show. Yeah, our our t- listener t- Scott Solomon uh-huh. um, pushed me over the edge. I was on the fence, and he's like, "You guys are doing it wrong. You are hurting your backs for no reason. You are way too old <laughs> to be doing it the way." He didn't say that part, but it's true. We're too old to be turtling that's games. Tacit. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's it's. <laughs> Yes. And uh, so we ordered a pin jack mm-hmm. from Marco Specialties. And 
it's very easy to use. I'm very small. I have mm-hmm. very small hands, minimal hand strength. That's not my forte. Yep. And I can, you know, lift a free fall with, you know, one hand. Right. Jack it up and then do what I need to do with the leg levelers. Sure. And then just mm-hmm. put it back down. I was nervous that the putting it down part was going to result in a machine like just slamming on the floor. I didn't mm-hmm. know if I'd be able to control that. But I can. Right. I'm small. No hand strength works great. Completely so I would works. recommend this for everybody. Yes. And so if you haven't seen this thing, go head over to uh, MarcoSpecialties.com. Or Marco Pinball, anything. Yep. Anything and uh, related to Marco. just search, search Pinjack. Mm-hmm. It, should, it should pop up there. We meant to bring um, it home. We forgot. Yeah, we were going to show you guys. But go, go check it out on the Marco site. Um, it is way easier to use than I thought it would be. Yeah. Because uh, you went under a machine, you know, a, 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 a 250-pound machine, and it doesn't take a lot of grip strength. I, I thought it would take a lot. Like, I would be doing it with two hands. Yeah. It's, it's a one hand. You even did it with one hand. Yeah, I thought I would be getting, like, vice grips to give myself, like, extra leverage <laughs> or something like that. It'd be, it'd be like, you know, like clipping hedges or yeah. something, but it wasn't. It, so uh, so what it does, it, it, it cradles the actual leg of the machine, and you, you, you squeeze it to jack it up, and then you're able to turn the leg leveler to your desired uh, length mm-hmm. or, or not length, unlength. And uh, <laughs> height, yeah, and then um, and then and then you release it, yeah, and boom, and it releases slow. You know, you can release. What it a great controlled. tool! Yeah, I, I think. And um, so, thank you, Scott. Thank you, Marco. Right. If you are old like us or don't enjoy lifting pinball machines on all fours, this get is, one. This is great. It's worth it. Great tool. Thank, thank you, Scott Solomon. Right? Mm-hmm. Didn't he? And like he said, uh, it will pay for itself in one or two chiropractic visits. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I I haven't got that bad, but hopefully I won't. Yeah, um, well, yeah. So, uh, what's coming up at the bat? Any new games, tournaments, um, new games? Anything coming to the bat? Elton John. Oh yes, Elton John and yes, Elton John is coming. Mm-hmm. Well, and have we have we talked about um, the new game? We that, have not. Did Did you want to? We can. Okay, go. We have a stargazer. Stargazer. It's beautiful. We've been wanting a stargazer mm-hmm. for years. Yes. I, I remember uh, years ago I was watching a uh, uh, in-disc stream. Mm-hmm. I think it was in-disc and they were playing a stargazer. And I was like, whoa, this is so cool. Why don't we have one? And you were like, it's because they're $10,000. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, right? For ten thousand dollars, yeah, I need a game that costs more than fifty cents a play, right? To be able to pay for itself. So, uh, yeah. So our buddy um, Greg Davis mm-hmm. picked one up and put it at the bat. Yeah, thank you, Greg. Thank you, Greg. This is one that somebody um, built from scratch. So it's not an original Stargazer. It is a you know new playfield repro back glass Mm -hmm. and all built all scratch built Mm -hmm. it's beautiful um there have been some major issues with how it was put together right and luckily we're us and you could troubleshoot a lot of this stuff after i was how bad was it after i was shocked with wall voltage because the wiring hot was wired to ground on the service outlet and so uh, you know just touching the bracket that the service outlet was on gave mm-hmm. me um, wall voltage it, 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 straight to woke me. Woke you up a little bit. 
Yeah, there yeah. was some obscenities. <laughs> um, loud. And then I saw like, oh, geez, this person has miswired this. Mm-hmm. There were several other instances. There are wires that were just kind of wrapped around coil mm-hmm. lugs instead right. of soldered. Everything looks as though it was soldered with a 200 degree iron. Like it's just sort of yeah. dropped on there. So, And I thought this was really weird because somebody who would take on a project like this and he he completed it. Yeah. But he, he did some real bonehead, like... Rookie b- moves. Below novice moves, like... Very... Things that made it very unsafe. Right. right. And uh, you may have mentioned this, uh, not even using solder, just wrapping wires around yeah. lugs. Yeah. Yeah, like, I've... I've never seen anything yeah, like that. I've never it. seen anything like that. Um, um, and and there, the list goes on. There's a very long list. Maybe mm-hmm. I'll do a write-up at some point, because it's it's kind okay. of comical so, at this for the point. Blog, for the blog. Yeah, well, we've and I've gone through it, and John Schoppel has also gone through it, and we've, we've found most of the things, and we've taken away the, the dangerous stuff, so luckily I was the only one that got um, shocked. But yeah, that so it's a beautiful machine, and right now mm-hmm. it's working. Um. And we're very grateful to Greg, who, you know, he bought it sight unseen. It came from across the country. And uh, it it's it's beautiful and it's a lot of fun. People are enjoying it. Hmm. Um, and I I got maybe the, the shock, the voltage maybe gave me amperage. Right. Maybe it gave me some special powers. Like in the cartoons, powers. when you, you we, know, when they hit their head, yeah. they become a different person. And, Whoa. Yeah. Who are you? Hmm. Why am I here? Okay, <laughs> now... And Elton John is coming. Let me... Yeah, I'm going to take a sip of water here. Um, Elton John, uh-huh. which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, our friend Greg's also purchasing that. Yeah. He's, he's said he, he'll throw it in the arcade for everybody to enjoy. Mm-hmm. We played this at Expo, and you put on a show for everybody. I... You got up there, you put the GC on the game, everybody was watching and clapping. Yeah, it you was know, You had a cool. crowd. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. I thought it was cool. Yeah. You know I like that kind yeah. of stuff. I think it's somewhere on the... I think you can find that somewhere online even. It was... Um, that was very... That was really fun. And as you know, mm-hmm. I am not a fan of Elton John, the musician. <laughs> right. I am. You are. Yeah. Uh, so... I still love this game. Yeah. I think it's going to be a lot of fun to have at the arcade. It's fun to shoot. A, a, a Steve yeah. Ritchie game. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's got it's it's a it's got all the best shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good deal. And that will be coming within two to three weeks, we're thinking. Yeah. We should have it on the floor soon. Now, we're going on to the mailbag. These Ooh, okay. are questions, statements, um from our our friends and and pinball family from around the world we, we do get questions from around the world yeah um we are going to start off this is this is an email um i haven't read this yet <laughs> so let's let's see what happens okay it's from our friend seth i, th- I think you threw this in there so you read it i did so read i know I, I, it's probably safe to read mm. yeah Yeah, this one is safe seth he says yo to answer y'all's question about godzilla it is my best overall earner, even beating out games that I've had longer. But Missoula's weird as my... What, he's talking about Missouri? Mis- Missoula is Montana. Oh, okay. Montana. I didn't even know that. Um, uh, is weird 
as my best earnings rented game is Rush, and the best location earner is Star Wars. Hmm. I think that checks out with a lot of, I think, Star Wars. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. very recognizable brand. Okay. The people have heard of the Star Wars. Yes. So that was in response to us asking about, is Godzilla just an exceptional earner for us? Do we just have lots of um, rabid Godzilla fans? Or how is it in other people's arcades? So he he let us know that um, great earner for him too. Right. Top earner. Thank you, Seth, for your comment. Yeah. Yep. And we'd love to hear more feedback from other other people with routes and how that how that stacks up. And what games That's right. are top earners for them? Now we have a a long question here. <laughs> I think it's a is, is that Matt Wagner? Uh, yeah. It says Matt at the top, mm-hmm. and then M Wagner. I figured that was Matt. Hi, Rachel and Kale. How's it going, Matt? Good to hear from you. Huge fan of the podcast. I always enjoyed when you made appearances on the Pinball Party. Pinball Party's great. I've, yeah. I, I just did a, a live, well, a week, a week and a half ago, We did. I did a live one. He, yeah. want, he wants you to come on, too. Yeah. We want you to come on, not yeah. just not just Jason. But uh, stay tuned uh, for the Pinball Party. I think we have some more live stuff coming up. That's been, that's been really great doing a live show with Jason because you have the uh, the comment section. Mm-hmm. People know, are tuning in live and asking questions. In. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. So you can immediately like answer the questions and and yeah. have have a little back and forth. Who doesn't love a little back and forth? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Back to Matt's uh, question. Happy uh, birthday. L- loved us so thank you. Loved us on the pinball party, and am thrilled you've started your own. Great insights and tips all around. I started dabbling and operating with one machine about a year and a half ago. I now have three machines at the same location and have added a small change machine as well. Congratulations, Matt. That's how you do it. Yeah. That's basically how you started. Yeah. Uh, just a couple of machines and now you've blown up. Yeah. So so strap in, Matt. It's going to be a wild adventure. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> my question is about quantity versus quality, hmm. right? What is better, multiple machines that may have a weak IP or gameplay? Example, there's a Gottlieb Diamond Lady for sale by me. I like Diamond Lady. I do, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not sure how uh, much play that would get from uh, casuals. But. Right, right. Or less machines with stronger IPs, such as Stern Pro. Uh, for example, I have three System 11s on location, but often hear how well Sterns do on location. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh which are out of his budget uh does it make more sense to consolidate games to upgrade but then reduce my game count in the process my pricing is 50 cents a game or three for a dollar whoa yeah well i can tell you that for us our best earning sterns earn more than three system 11s put together Mm mm-hmm but I think it would also depend on your location because if you're getting primarily casuals, then recognizable IP I think is very important. For sure. And if you're if you're marketing more towards tournament or pinball nerds, then you can get away you, it, with earning earning more on you know F14s and diners mm-hmm. and whatnot. Right. Um. I so it's it's situational. It is situational. But you, you've I would lean towards consolidating and getting 
um, recognizable IP. Mm-hmm. And I think you you could even pick up like if you picked up a Jurassic or something used. Right. You know, it doesn't have to be new in box. Sure. Um, I think it would be worth it. You could charge a little bit more. And uh, I, I think that's what I would do. Yeah. But now what uh, what you did is, you know, I've seen you build this thing. You pick games you like playing. Yes. Like you put some classic Gottliebs. Mm-hmm. So you, you weren't necessarily thinking what's going to make me the most money. You knew your audience. Yeah. And, and you knew these will make cool tournament games. And the we we have a unique audience here especially in the valley people appreciate like any game yeah any machine they want to play them all yeah so you know we, you were just you were finding games you enjoy playing and most importantly uh, systems that you were used to working on yeah that's another good point you you stick with right i don't similar have, systems like i don't have any gotlam gottlieb system 80s mm-hmm. i don't want to work on them not right. because I, it's just because I don't have those parts. I don't want mm-hmm. more. So, so we have WPCs. We love classic Valley and Sterns. Those are easy to find parts and boards for. Most importantly, boards. Right. You can get brand new boards that work very well. The the right. all, all, uh, Altex. Altex Ultimate yeah. series, and then for your Gottliebs, you do the Pascal. Yeah. Yeah. And I I think those I think that's really really important. Mm-hmm. System Elevens, if that's what you're and that's just an example that he gave but i think it's also great to have a variety because i don't think Mm -hmm. that you just want to have stern 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 as much as we love sterns we love playing sterns right it's uh it's always nice to have a classic or an earlier game to Mm -hmm. kind of bounce back and forth between they're different experiences they suit different moods different people uh you want you want that variety so i would say if you have room for three to five games consolidate some of those up get a get a new stern new ish mm-hmm. stern mm-hmm. something spike too um and then uh keep maybe one of those system 11s maybe get an early classic game Some, something you enjoy right because um, these are your games so it's for sure you, you don't try and just guess what other people will like 100 percent. That, that's something that we've always <clears throat> done is like do i like this mm-hmm. yes okay then we'll get it right um if I don't like it, then, you know, there's plenty of games that we do like. I, I probably wouldn't, we wouldn't buy it. Right. I and mean, we, unless and, you bought and we, we liked it. Right. And we have gambled with games like Escape from Lost World. We, yeah, that we was gave cool it a shot. weird. Very cool game, um, but more of a game we maybe think was like cool at home and not at the arcade. It's, it's, it's hard to keep running. It's terrible for tournaments. Yeah. Uh, but it was fun. It was a fun experiment. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've found a great home for it. Yeah. Somebody who, who appreciates Yeah, totally that. appreciates it. Mm-hmm. I will say, if you set up a bunch of sterns, um, couldn't that, get those online. Even if you just have one. Hook, yeah, hook them up get to Insider online. Connected. We we have a new spot that just opened up not far from the house. Yeah. And they, they got like eight new, brand new sterns. Maybe more. And they're not even connected. And that was the first comment. That we heard, and right. that we haven't heard anybody since then. It's Nobody's crickets. gone. The yeah. comments were, I went there, and the machines were not connected. Um, so, so I never Or went, updated. Or updated. Or right. even updated. Man, it, it does not cost anything to hook these things up on, on Wi-Fi. Yeah. And, um, and like I've said before, this is not the, the best. I mean, just 
get a TV mounted. I don't know. I mean, if you own the bar, that'll be easy. If you just if you're just routing in the bar, uh, talk the the owner into letting you throw a, a television up there with with a yo deck or some type of device. This will get people more interested in gaming. I, Even if it's like a it, Goodwill, it like yeah, d- tiny TV, computer monitor. It's just something that some, shows a leaderboard. Mm-hmm. Competition makes everything so much more fun right and even if it's asynchronous competition yes like the leaderboard get it connected that that do do it yes listen to what kale says it's his birthday and he's right (laughs) you gotta get these things hooked up it's it's built in why not do it um okay so we have another question um did that come in the email it's just text that is an email okay this is from email our friend pat marino yeah good question hi I would think you would ruin the play field cleaning it with Novus 2 all the time being an abrasive. Novus 2 is abrasive. Mm-hmm. Um, I use it only for ball trails. Mm-hmm. Used to tell Kyle, I guess he's, t- oh, he is talking about our friend Kyle. Yeah. Spateri. Kyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now at Stern. Yep. He, he used to be at Marco. Now he's at Stern doing mm-hmm. customer service there. Yeah. Give, give Kyle a call if you have any kind of issue. Uh, used to tell Kyle all the time at Marco, he could never explain why he used it and not wax well they're they're two different things yeah um can you answer the question i wipe it clean first with novus one to get off surface dirt and wax with blitz or sp 100 no dust in between waxing i use wizards mist which is recommended by jjp love your podcast very informative keep it up First, I don't know what Wizards Mist is, but I'm gonna look into it because it know sounds what, cool. I don't know what Blitz is. They just use it at home. Wizards yeah. Mist. Have you ever heard of Blitz? I have heard of it, but I don't know what it is. And the SP100 is that oh, Wildcat? Is that like, I think is that like CP100, which is naphtha based. I'm assuming right. that all of those products are naphtha. In between waxing. Okay. So here to answer the question, though, uh-huh. we don't use Novus Two all the time Correct. on everything mm-hmm. because. With the amount of play we get, you know, that would it would not be great for mm-hmm. the play field to do it all the time. Yeah. We use Novus One for most stuff, and then ball trails we use Novus Two. Places that get very dirty, right. we use Novus Two. There are times where we do have to pull out the Novus Two. Never Novus Three. Yeah. Don't ever ever use Novus Three on your play field, any play field. And we don't we don't use Novus on classics. Not it, well. Not oh every if, once in a while you if will if something had, gets but if we've if we've done a playfield swap and you have you know we have a, a, a clear a clear mm-hmm. yeah we we sometimes will but classics we, don't really get as dirty they don't yeah you know there's not as many things that mm-hmm. that create that dust um, so we don't need to and we do wax those uh, I we don't wax our sterns very often although John Chappell mm-hmm. does mm-hmm. so I guess they are getting waxed now um but that's i guess and some people do use naphtha as just their Mm. cleaner um well i yeah and um i don't like the way it smells (laughs) that's that that's really honestly why i don't use naphtha more because the smell bothers me right but uh pat what you're doing seems fine it looks like you're cleaning it very well yeah and then putting a wax on it um Wizards Mist, huh? We need some Wizards Mist. We need to see what that's all about. I gotta find that. 
Yeah, I mean, people just, you, you see through this industry, and I'm sure it's similar to automotive or any kind of hobby where you're dealing with yeah. machinery. There are different ways to do things. Um, I haven't noticed any, I, I think the, the playing, the amount of plays these machines get at the, at the bat are uh, going to do more harm to them than Novus 2. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, your home machines, yeah, you probably never need Novus 2. And I'm Maybe. just assuming he's talking about stuff at home. He, he may route machines. I don't know. Um, yeah. But there's just so many ways to do things. And, and I haven't, um, I've noticed where from just the playing. Sure. Uh, but not necessarily. I mean, get tens of thousands of plays. Yeah. It's, it's a big old steel ball. Yeah. But yeah, and we wouldn't recommend anybody use Novus 2 all the time. Right. It, because it is an abrasive. You, mm -hmm. you, you want to use it. Um, when you need it, save it for when you need it. For sure, mm -hmm. for sure. But Novus one and microfibers. The, the real test will be uh, what, like ten to fifteen years from now, when we tell people how Iron Maiden looks. Yeah, because Iron Maiden was the first modern Stern in the arcade. Yes, and I'm t that playfield still looks great. Yeah, yeah. And it, that game's got. I don't. I'm not sure how many. Like a million. About, well, it's got a lot of plays. It's got a million plays. Mm -hmm. uh, one a million. Thank you so much for your question, Pat. I wish we had a solid answer for you. I think we do. Uh, yeah. Just, okay. <laughs> yeah. That is a solid answer. Don't use it all the time. Yeah. Uh, use it when you need it. Okay. And that's also what he does. So he just yeah. uses wizard tools. Yeah. I'm, but I am ex excited, uh, excited to look into this wizard's mess. That sounds uh, We cool. have some CP100 sitting in the office. So that, That's like a solvent, right? Yeah, to, but I think it's naphtha. That's heavy duty stuff. That's like you can't even sell that in California. You can't sell anything in California. I tell you, what, we accidentally took some to Cal. I probably shouldn't be saying this. We'll probably get fined. We took some to California. We're selling it. You're like, don't talk about it. <laughs> this is a statute all, of limitations. All, all the California people were like, you have you have CP100. Yeah, they were buying, and I had to like open up boxes and put it back on the shelf. And well, that yeah. was a good time. It was we, a long time uh, ago with our uh, pinball uh, cleaning contraband. Yeah, well, and South Carolina has no regulations, and California has all the regulations. <laughs> So you didn't uh, know. That was good times. Um, let's move on. We have another question for the bat peeps. That's us. Uh, how are you? Man, I tell you what, I'm doing very well. I'm doing really well. And you know why? why? We forgot to talk about this. But speak, bat peeps reminded me mm -hmm. that me and you and the entire bat squad and the community mm -hmm. at Electric Bat Arcade won a major award. What did this we week. win? the best of phoenix oh we forgot to get that issue yesterday once again yeah best we, arcade in phoenix best arcade in the valley we, well, yeah i mean that means the whole five times in a row is, is that right yeah four, one four year one year it might have been like best pinball arcade like it Something may have been more specific, i don't know but we, but get, we yes. get we get awards every year and, and congratulations to you for for doing this thing well i mean congratulations to everybody that makes it such such a cool place to right. be right and all the all the all the peeps right that's the bat peeps the bat so. peeps yeah congratulations and thank you if New you times. hang out at the bat and make this place a wonderful place that it is that awards for you too yeah yeah okay bat peeps how are you we're doing well today yeah. especially <laughs> um it's my birthday don't know if we've we're, we're living that it yet. up we're living it up um wanted to ask you a few questions for your show the program the program yep number one heard your take on galactic tank force oh uh, i haven't read it at all i haven't read this yet so hold on let me get through this one <laughs> let me get some water 
It's going to be a good one. Galactic Take Force. What a game, huh? Uh, I've always wanted one, but now because of what you said, I don't. That's good. Uh, But my question is, if they are so bad and unreliable, how have AP managed to attend so many shows with multiple machines and had them running 24-7? Well, that's actually not the case uh, with no issues. Is this just yours? What are you doing about it? We're do- we 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 have some new news. We have new news. Okay. First so off, who goes, to address, who goes first? Uh, well, we'll address the first part. They okay. they've made the supposition that that Galactic Tank Force, because it is at shows, that it's running well mm-hmm. and consistently at those shows. That is not true. We've been to these shows and we've seen them down. And there's lots of other. Not just us. Mm-hmm. We've seen a lot of people online saying that they had wanted to play one, but it was down. Um, so, first part of that, they they hadn't been up. Right. Um, second part of that, what are we doing about it? We, uh, Well, man, first we retired the game. Yeah, the game's been in our office for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, they, David Fix very friendly fellow right um he sent us some beta code to try and fix you know a potential solution mm-hmm. um they uh, now th- this is this is after he thought it was the trough switch right which i think he's doing a, like a, a podcast tour right now telling everybody that it doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure out the the issue with with was our it, game it was a trough the, switch was a trough switch which it's, it's, that's just not accurate. It's not the um, trough switch. Right. We thoroughly tested the trough switch. So. Trough switch. Amazingly enough, the trough switch is fine. Perfect. It's <laughs> the best trough <laughs> that's switch. That's the only thing they nailed. Yeah. Um, and the, the tro- art. Fran- Frantic yeah. killed the art. Yeah. Trough switch works fine. <clears throat> so the rocket science needs to be used elsewhere to diagnose all of the issues with this game. So they sent us an email <laughs> saying, here's some beta code. Um, full disclosure, though, we can't. We don't really know what's wrong with your machine, so we're not sure how to address it with this code. Mm-hmm. And you know, because we were the main problem was that that our galactic tank force was ending, losing track of balls and just doing weird things, freezing, not not moving on mm-hmm. to the next ball. And after we installed that beta code, it no longer did any of those things. Yep. In fact, it no longer did anything at all because it put it in a boot loop. Wow. So it bricked the it new bricked the game. The new code bricked the game. Completely bricked the game. And now and then we thought, uh, well, let's give it another shot. Reinstall this new code. Right, cuz sometimes there's, you know, mm-hmm. there's that can happen. Little, so I reinstalled yep. it. This is 18 gigs. Yeah. It's huge. Huge download. Huge amount of code. Um reinstalled it same thing. Mhm. So the code, uh, you know, I don't know any. I don't know what's in the code, but it didn't didn't work. Right, right. Uh, long story short, this game is going back to American, and they are sending us a brand new, <laughs> fresh off the line, <laughs> thoroughly inspected Hopefully, Galactic I, Tank Force Deluxe my, Edition. Right, I have my doubts. Um, yes, they they have are going to send us a brand new machine, and which I'm really grateful for. That's a very nice gesture. Right? That, that's sort of unheard of in mm-hmm. the pinball world. So I appreciate that very much. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like they're trying. 
Yes, I do feel like this is going back to that old American pinball customer service mm-hmm. from the old days. My, you know, we'll see. Yet to be determined how mm-hmm. how this works. Um, we will report back. Either it will be great right. or it will be horrible or somewhere in between, and we'll let you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're shipping them back, this one, and they're For shipping sure. us a new one. And we hope that it is great. Yeah. And now to answer part of his question, is it just yours? No. Uh, no, it's not just ours. We have talked to many people with machines that are having the exact same issue. It's obviously a software issue. Rachel has found a way to spoof the machine, to recreate the issue over and over again. She's tried to tell American. I don't think they're listening. Uh, but it's not just our machine. Our buddy with a local arcade just ordered the the, the flagship model. The fancy one. The fancy can... one that looks like a tank. Opened it up. Doesn't work out of the box. Um, an American has said they looks like they shipped it with a faulty power supply, so they're going to send them another one. Which is really weird. They should have <clears throat> known that before it left the factory. If yeah. you cannot turn... If, if the game doesn't work right. from initial turn on, um, wh- why? Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Still, kind of, and we're not... We actually, another friend of ours who has an arcade, not in this state, had the same issue. The Galactic Tank Force wouldn't work. They took it back and shipped them a brand new one. Same thing happened. So, I I mean, I don't have uh, much trust in that this is a fix. I don't yeah. think, a fi- this is not a David fix. Yeah. yeah. But I will say, mm-hmm. David fix is very pleasant to talk to. He's very pleasant to talk to. But when it comes to like running a company, it's sort of mids. <laughs> uh, like I mean, he's got a he's got a huge uh, task at at hand here. It's a big and, ask and I right. think maybe there's not the resources um and I right. don't I don't run a pinball well, I do run a pinball yeah, company. But it takes not somebody. It really company. takes somebody truly extraordinary to turn around a company like this, like real leadership, and what they have is moderate at best right now. It, um, I am hoping for the best. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at it, I'm so positive today. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's been an experience. So, would I recommend that somebody buy a Galactic Tank Force at this time? I would not recommend it because I. I mean, I don't have any experience telling me that it's a good idea. Right. It's a beautiful game. Right. And and the the sad part is, like, you think we'd be very happy. Oh, they're going to send us a brand new game. But even when this game is working properly, it's, you know, it's got, like, shit flippers. You know, remember, even when it was working properly, they would fail. Every once in a while, yeah. Which was the same thing with Hot Wheels. I think I think this yeah. just is something up with their software and operating system. Um, but if it gets better, we will let you know. Like mm-hmm. Spooky, that's our. Uh, well, if you if you go f- if you go from Halloween to Scooby Doo, man, they've they've learned some stuff. Yeah. And while we're on the topic of Spooky, we're, we're getting Looney Tunes. Yeah, Mark- you would think we'd be getting Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> right. given given our proclivities. However. Sure. Looney Tunes. Mark Pearson is is bringing, uh, gracing us with Looney Tunes. Number 10. We'll have it shortly. Yep. We'll have one of the first ones off the line. Um, we're excited about it. The vi- the video looked cool. The, yeah. the shots look interesting. This is cool. I mean, hopefully these kids are, are getting better at, at what they're doing. They're learning something. And we are always going to put out a great product. To give people 
more chances, you know, if they prove Absolutely. that they're doing something. So once we resolved that Scooby-Doo shooter thing, which mm-hmm. involved, I don't even remember at this point. You and did a people, lot of people are work still on it. having issues with that. They the best they've been solution, messaging me even recently, like, how do you keep your Scooby running? The best solution I believe is to install a, a Bally Williams shooter assembly. Can you can do that? I mean, you might. You're gonna have to probably have people done that? some things. Yes, people have done that with success because that way you've got a backup. You got a physical plunger. Oh, they're they're actually drilling through. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's what we were about to do until okay. you you did some mechanical magic and mm-hmm. made it work. But that game has been holding up very well. We had a mm-hmm. coin door pop open by surprise, and we had to replace the boards. They they replaced the boards. Yeah. yeah. Um. There. So. But Halloween caught on fire. <laughs> Scooby-Doo, um, you couldn't get the ball on the play field and the boards melted. <laughs> but after we resolved those, it's been... We haven't had to open that game up, you right. know, knock on... Whatever this, this is. Um, for a while. And so I'm hopeful that Looney Tunes mm-hmm. will be um, even better. I think so. it's, it's going to be cool. Yeah. Either way, uh, um, owning a spooky game is always an adventure, especially when you're trying to operate it. Yep, yep. And I'm looking forward to it. Yep, looking forward <clears throat> to it. Okay, and this is also from, uh, I haven't said, who is this? Oh, Steve Steve London. And Steve London is in the UK. I wonder if he's in London. His last name is really London? That's what it says, Steve London. Wow. In, you, didn't you they named, put this here? Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't. <laughs> Uh, I didn't notice that. But okay, here's the second. They uh, named a city a question. after. Hope, hope we answered all your questions about Galactic Tank Force. If not, just send uh, us more. Yeah, send us more questions. We'll, we'll keep uh, you posted. We'll keep you posted. Maybe the new one is going to be the best thing ever. We'll, we'll find out. But I really can't wait to get it back on the floor. Yeah. Because it earned. It earned. It earned. It just it, didn't play. It earned. Yeah. People but, enjoy it. But what's funny is it's, fu- it's a fun game. Recently, one of, one of our players, Matt, he's like he used to love playing it, and he even he didn't mind putting a, a buck in the machine, even though he knew it would end up screwing him, just because it was such a, a weird game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> okay. So next question from Steve London. I'm in the UK. Games are much more expensive here. Blood Red, which is the uh, the uh, Elvira. Elvira. Is twenty thousand dollars? I wonder how much the Bond sixtieth was for him. Hey, yeah, tell so, us how much Bond sixtieth yeah. was. So out here, Elvira was thirteen, something like that. It was actually reasonable. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't crazy. Didn't he try to sell one for like thirty or something? Um, so uh, my friend did an in-depth video about balls. Stern balls are awful, straight out of the box. Check out his channel. He put a link in here. Okay. Um, what feedback do you guys give your manufacturers about this? Why are there consistently so many awful parts used that could be so easily fixed but aren't, like balls and noisy fans? What parts do you think each manufacturer should be upgrading urgent, urgently and switch out? Go through each manufacturer. What brand pinballs do you recommend for magnet games and non-magnet games wow this could be like a whole episode right um and we do have some insight on this yeah we Um, we know a lot about this uh so the very interesting stuff about the balls yeah um so i don't i think i can talk about this now i don't know what do you we'll find out Right, one way or another, we'll find because out. Because the industry has changed and people are getting balls from other places. But the, the funny thing was, back in the day, 
actually, I, I want to stop you right there uh-huh. before you get to it to say that I have not experienced that sturm balls are bad out of the box. No. But I do know that you get shipments, and then you get a different shipment, and then you get a different shipment. Mm-hmm. So it may be that there was one shipment that I didn't watch this video, so I don't, I don't mm-hmm. know. That was um, less good than other ones, but. Yeah. I will just. I just would like to say that that has not been our experience, right? Writ large, the the really the biggest thing you need to watch out for when you buy a ball is pitting. Yes, when they go through the lapping process, there could be some impurities in the steel. And the reason we know a lot about this is because Marco Specialties used to uh, import like every single ball that I think was it was one hundred percent at yes. one point. Yeah. Um, it's a, it is, and what I mean by pitting, you can see this with your with your eyes. You don't need a magnifying glass or anything. There'll like be dark spots. Yeah, dark spots in 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 the balls. As long as you don't have that, I mean, they're fine. They're, they're just steel ball bearings. I mean, people act like these are like precious things. These are just steel ball bearings from China. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason they're from China is because that's the cheapest source. We used to try to get balls made in the states, and the price was astronomical. And the quality wasn't that much better. Uh, so it would end up just uh, mm-hmm. for reference, the the cost. I believe it was more than ten times as high. Yes. Source. Yeah. So that just so you know, right? When we say astronomical, it was at least ten times higher. Sure, sure. Uh, but back in the day, like all the balls were coming from Marco Specialties. They were they were imported. Um, as you can imagine, it is very expensive to get pallets of pinballs shipped to the States. It's tons. Right. So not many companies were willing to put down that kind of capital to make that happen. Marco was. And it was with everybody. So Surprise. We, we used to <laughs> laugh our ass off when everybody was arguing about who had the best balls. And they were this saying... This one is better than this one. Right. There was like, the balls that come with this machine from this very big manufacturer are garbage. Throw them out as soon as you get them and put Marco balls in there. People didn't realize they were putting the same damn balls in the machine. So it's like, uh, people just aren't uh, um, aware of what they're they're talking about. Uh, these were all... and And... We were selling balls to other companies to resell them. And they were arguing about X company has a better ball than this company, so get them back from Marco. It was it was all a, a big, crazy mess, and yeah. it was a lot of fun to see people arguing about it on Pinside. And we would never get it in there to set the story straight, because why? Just, yeah, you know. just enjoy the show. Yeah, just enjoy the show. Um, things there's have changed. A lot, there's a lot of stuff in the industry that's like that. I think over the really? years of this podcast, people would be surprised. We've been privy to a lot of fun stuff. Right. There, um, there's a lot of stuff out there that uh, you know people, just the insiders don't talk about and just let people argue about it on Pinside. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no kind of like weird ball conspiracy. I mean, they're just steel ball bearings. They're all the same, except for... You have your, your, you know, your chrome steel balls, which would uh, Marco brands those as silver jets. Silver jets are the like fancy, mm-hmm. and they're um, they're super hardened all the way through. Correct. Like if if you if you were to take a standard steel ball bearing, your standard pinball, and cut it in half. You're going to have like this crust, the outside layer, which is somewhat shiny. And then the middle is like all, all 
black and and what, what you would see if there was pitting in the ball right um if you take like a silver jet and cut it in half it is it looks the same all the way through it's it it is uh denser you're not going to get as, as many uh, divots and scratches o over the years and it will magnetize easier that's that's the main issue you're, you're probably not going to want to put this in a dialed in uh, or a silver jet in a, in, yeah. a, in a dialed in. You're going to want to use some, a standard ball. Those, those are your two major differences in 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 balls. And there are other other companies have their they, yeah, their, their own brands of chrome steel balls. Mm -hmm. And they may be getting them from various. Like we said, we haven't been on the manufacturing side mm -hmm. of this for some time now. And I suspect I have heard that people are maybe getting you know, the different sources for things. But there are two basic things, and they're going to manufacture them under their their fancy premium ball or their standard ball. Mm -hmm. And we always put the fancy premium, we use Silver Jets, in every game that we have that does not have a lot of magnets in it. For sure. And they stay shiny longer, and they're, they're real pretty in a classic ballet. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we use the standard balls, in which is just a standard marco pinball pb116 right um yeah in, in all in our magnet games and to continue with that um he wants us to go through each manufacturer and what we think mm. um but you know that would take for a long time but uh, let's just say um there are pinball manufacturers that have certain parts that seem to consistently break mm -hmm. um whether it be a coil stop or screw what 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 happens here is in in the uh, supply chain and manufacturing chain uh, a a a large company is going to order a ton of one part i mean you mean that, i'm not going to just order 24 coil stops at once or or try to get a quote on 25 sprints <laughs> right so they'll buy a, a you know 10,000 to 100,000 of a certain part and and they they might go th use these parts for for many years, um, if they find out there's there's a slight issue for for them, they're not going to just chunk them, and then have uh, you know there's n no telling how much this all cost them, um, so they would have to slowly change that out once once they got rid of of all these parts, mm -hmm. so that that's what you see, um, you know these these manufacturers are not using you know. Uh, less than quality parts you know because they they want to no you it's just it's one of those things like man it didn't turn up in the last batch mm -hmm. and then for some reason this batch is this way right but i have you know 144,000 sure. landed yeah what do i do and and we would see that happen at marco specialties but you know, we might be dealing with, you know, like 10 parts mm -hmm. and we're like, hey, this is not the same stuff you sent us last time. Oh, well, we changed to this and then we decide, OK, well, we're going to send this back. Can you give us, you you give know, us a, a better quality? Mm -hmm. But when you when you're talking about thousands and thousands of parts, it is it is harder to uh, change those quickly. And I think that people assume nefariousness or chintziness right where it is not there like it's, we we've it, really truly been on all corners of this industry mm -hmm. and we haven't ever come across anybody that i can think of off the top of my head that was intentionally trying to screw someone over right it was 
people doing the best they could with what they had, but supply chain is weird. It's really weird, mm-hmm. um, especially if you're dealing with overseas stuff. That, I mean, it's very unpredictable and very difficult. Um, right, so. right. I mean, just a case in point, I remember when we were at Marco Specialties, we, we got like a pallet of defective balls. Mm-hmm. Now, we were just stuck with these. Mm-hmm. What do you do with them? You know, um, so you kind of have to, you're, you're eating thousands and thousands of dollars. You and know, spending a lot of time on the phone. Until you find with... somebody with an art project or, or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah <eBay>. so, <laughs> so there you go. I hope we answered your question. And we're sorry you're having to spend so much money. $20,000 for a blood red Elvira. It's really cool yeah. looking though. Okay. This is another question from the email from Pinball Windfall. Is that from email? Uh, pinball windfall nope, that's from discord oh discord pinball windfall on discord if you want to chat with him and all of us on discord you can uh find the link on our website under the podcast tab interested to know the bat perspective on operating a few three to five machines in bars would you rely on just using the coin mechs add a bill acceptor or e-payment system that would allow payment by phone credit card or other my thoughts are people don't carry much change anymore not enough games to warrant tokens or a change machine and i don't want patrons to bother the bar staff to make change or break larger bills what would you do i would add a bill acceptor three to five machines in a bar bill acceptor bill acceptor Mm -hmm. um i would look into some sort of credit card payment because we heard about some mm -hmm. that um could potentially work for small scale things like this but i think first the first thing i would do would be a a bill acceptor which you can you put those in classic games Uh, well might be a sticking point there yeah i don't know how that would go okay i i think bill acceptor and the ones that do accept bill acceptors and there may be one of those tiny like tabletop yeah, because you can buy those inexpensively. Right, change used. machine. Yeah, they um, just hold like $100 in quarters or something. Right, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, that's what I would do. Cool. Simple. But, but you would stay away from swipe or credit card systems. Um, I would wait to do those until the machines have mm-hmm. proven themselves at the location, which is a little bit of a chicken and egg, right? Mm-hmm. But, right. Um, but also... That's a very big investment. You have to worry about a, a payment uh, portal taking 10 to 20% of whatever you're making off of three to five machines. That's a big and dent. I'm just not that person. I just yeah. like... I, I like... We've talked about it ad nauseum. Right, so right. I, bill acceptor is bill acceptor and a small change machine, a small inexpensive change machine. Next question. Alrighty. Gotta go. I thought we went over. Did we not go over this one? Dream lineup. Was that, that's new. Is uh, that new? That was. I thought. I didn't think we covered that before. Okay. We'll this do is, it again if we did. This is from Gotta Go. Our buddy Gotta Go. Yeah. What's your dream lineup for five rounds of group match play? Either five machines where you know you'll mow everybody down. I'm never sure I'm going to mow everybody down. These are the people at the bat are too damn good. Or five machines where you'll have the most fun competing. Uh, classics. You want to see? I was about to say classics. Like five machines. 
I I would rather play classics because mm-hmm. I think it well, not against some people. Because <laughs> like at, like recently at the, in the finals, I played Adam Horton and he picked the Bank with Stars and he's good at classics. He's great. Right? Yeah, I don't want to go. Against- it does. I'm never going to beat Adam at at a, a classics game. So there's. I think I would do like like three classics and then uh, like a WPC, a WPC, then a Stern. Yeah, yeah. The, right? And the Sterns that I happen to know best would be like Jurassic Park, or oh, probably Jurassic Park is the Stern that I know the best. Right. Oh, 007 right now. Oh yeah, okay. you've been you've been practicing that yeah. game. Yeah, that's a lot of fun. Yeah, so that's a, a little mix, but mm-hmm. a, a mix, but heavy on the classics. Yeah. Yeah, classic Bally, classic uh, Gottlieb. <laughs> you know, the, we haven't seen the Gottliebs in a while. They, I know, they, I know. The, the Gottliebs actually used the, the, the grandsons. Of the Gottlieb. Mr. Gottlieb. He, they used to play with us, but I think they moved to like Hawaii or something. Every time I see them, they, they've taken photos in this tropical location, which looks really nice. Wow. Yeah. Uh, we miss those boys. Okay, so moving on. Jarcade. Jardcade. Jardcade, sorry. Jard, J- Jard, our buddy Jard. Our buddy Jard, he goes by Jardcade. It's like his little, his little uh, pinball business. Yep. He's, he's running tournaments now. Starting um, next week. Yeah, this is going to be cool. We love that. For the next pod, what are some tips you'd give someone on their first time TDing? This is, this is important because this is a, a scary thing. Yeah, it's intimidating to, yeah. to get into TDing. Um, you're always afraid that other people know more than you or you're going to screw something up. Uh, first, I'll start off by saying Jard is having his uh, Christmas tournament, which is his foray into running tournaments, mm-hmm. next Thursday, which is the 14th <coughs> at 6.30 p.m. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be, and there's a lot of prizes, cash prizes, and I think right. raffle prizes, cool stuff. Um, he's a great guy. And this is going to be, as far as I know, his very first time being a TD. Mm-hmm. The number one thing I would do would say would be read the IFPA rule sheet. It's right. like six pages or something. Right. It's stuff not very that applies. long. Yep. Read it thoroughly. Read it a couple of times and then ask questions of more experienced TDs mm-hmm. if, if there are things that are not clear. And the other main thing that I would recommend is to be consistent. Yeah. Because even if you do make a mistake, you're making the same mistake across across the board, and nobody feels slighted. Slighted. Yeah. Um, I will say that TDing gets much much easier mm-hmm. as you do it. Yep. Uh, this last tournament um, that we had, that was the league finals, I had to make some very difficult calls, like difficult, right? Heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. Some some critical um, things that mattered, mm-hmm. and it was it was. Did, did it help? That and uh, this is not a stab at your playing ability. You, you weren't in the finals, mm-hmm. but did it? Did that help that you weren't playing in the finals? Hundred percent. Right. Right. Because I'm only thinking about, uh, you know, I'm able to keep my eye on what's what's mm-hmm. going on, and I'm not distracted. Um, but I mean, I TD and play right. all the time, so I don't think it would have been a huge, a huge deal. But all of the other TDs were in the finals, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, one thing I would tell Jard Cade mm-hmm. 
is that do not let players push you around and they they are, will try they are 100% going to try the and even not intentionally right not intentionally they're very emotional they don't want to get a DQ mm-hmm. or they don't you know for whatever whatever may happen right they want they're they're emotionally invested and some of that's just going to come out sure you you are the judge and jury you you make the this you know you have to make a important decisions here mm-hmm. um the the worst thing the the thing that i uh have have had to deal with when making decisions is that the the players will explain what happened and then how they want to proceed mm-hmm. if they try to do that just say hey slow down all I need to know are the facts. Mm-hmm. I, I don't need to know how the players would like to proceed when there was an infraction. Right. Because it's not up to them. Mm-hmm. And and they, they think it is. They're mm-hmm. like, well, all of us agreed. Well, yeah. It doesn't matter. We really like player three and we don't want him or her to be DQ'd. Well, right. You know, that's great. But mm-hmm. it, things need to be consistent across the board. 100%. And you don't even know. One of the things I like to encourage is tell me what happened you know using player two player four i don't even i don't want to know the names because it, mm-hmm. it makes it easier for everybody if you can see that i am making an objective decision mm-hmm. this isn't based on you know whether or not so and so brought brought cookies that night or something certainly it, it's so that's that's both of us would say consistency and be familiar with the rules and then your first go out, like like Jard is going to be TDing next mm-hmm. Thursday, but I'll be there. You'll be there. Yeah. And if you have a question, ask someone with right. more Right. He's going to have plenty of help. You, you want to, you know, you're going to be a junior TD before you're a senior right. TD. And also, I would recommend joining the IFPA Discord. Yes. And going, like, I mean, you could do it every day if you had the time, but at least every week, look at the recent discussions. Mm-hmm. Because that will get you into like the 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 mentality of how to deal with with they they put post some weird situations there. Yeah. Um, but but remember the ultimate ruling is with you, so just be confident. And you know what? If if you make a mistake, you know you'll learn from it, and you'll you'll be able to adjust for other other tournaments you run. Mm-hmm. Cool. Thank you so much, Jard Cade, Jard, for the question. Now, we have a good one here from Coin Slot Scott. Coin Slot Scott. He, uh, his uh, question is a possible Batcast debate. Should auxiliary lighting of games be allowed in tournaments? <laughs> so we think this, Interesting. I think this came up because the photo that you posted of Mark winning the last one, he's wearing a headlamp. Right. Mark does not wear a headlamp when he <laughs> plays. You just happened to catch him, you know, hey, let me take your picture yeah. while he was working on a machine. Yeah. So he turned around and he had the headlamp on and that sparked this whole, what do you, can you wear a the, headlamp? The, the debate. Yeah. The debate. But mm-hmm. n- not just headlamps, any auxiliary lighting. Auxiliary lighting. Yeah. And we have players that use a variety mm-hmm. of auxiliary lighting. Right. Um. And there have been some some in real life debates about this recently, mm-hmm. but there is no rule against it. Right. So I will make no rule against it. Yeah. Um, does it give an unfair advantage? Do you think? Uh, it it can. Um, <clears throat> on on certain situations, 
uh, especially when a mode has a strobing effect because or a darkening effect or a darkening effect mm-hmm. um what comes to mind is uh attack from mars mm-hmm. yeah is, i think it's called strobe multiball right it is in fact called strobe multiball i think you're obviously going to have an advantage if you have a bright light on the play field which is going to eliminate the strobing mm-hmm. um also venom has a, a strobing uh mode game of thrones game of thrones lots um, of games have right um seizure inducing and I, there, there, there is an argument there. You're, you're, you're changing the way the game was designed to be played. And then the other side of the argument will just bring your own headlamp. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a hard, if, if you've got a problem with someone else using a light, if you mm-hmm. think that makes it easier for them, bring your own. Right. That's my. The, the lighting doesn't b- bother me, but I can see where some players are like, that's unfair. Um, there also may be players with some type of visual disability that, um, they need extra lighting. Or maybe they'll have a seizure if they start wow. seeing. <laughs> that does happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it has to happen. start stimming in the corner. No, that did happen. We had a girl have a seizure. Oh, we did. That? Yes, I forgot about her. Yeah, I wonder, that's been I wonder many where years. she's been. She may have moved. We haven't seen her in a, away. We yeah. haven't seen her in a long time. But uh, she had had... On more than one occasion, mm-hmm. had seizures but playing pinball. It, if I remember, it wasn't a game with with a what we were talking about as a strobing effect. It was just a general well, all the flashes, right? It right. was, um, yeah. She and she just passed out and and fell back. Bam! Um, and and luckily she was okay. She got right back up and was like, "What happened?" Yeah, but it's, it's scary. Yeah, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Uh, in That's, conclusion, use a light if you want to. That's my. That is what we think about all that. Um, is it, is all this old? Everything else is. Yeah, that's. So so we're at the end. We are at the end. That was it. That was it. How, wh- wh- what are we at? Oh, hour seventeen. Man, time flies when you are having a f- having fun on your birthday. <laughs> wow. Um, so what, what what what's going on? Do we need to um, update people on any news? We kind of went over tournaments. We're, we're having Chewies. Okay, well, Jards is next Thursday, the 14th okay. of December Six, at 6.30 p.m. 6.30. Uh, and Chewies, mm-hmm. end of the year, um, Holiday Bash is Sunday the 17th at oh, noon. Good deal. Uh, both um, tournaments where you can get your end-of-year Whopper points, which mm-hmm. are very important for some people, teetering on that... Uh, top twenty-four line. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's. I think you're within shooting distance with oh, a couple of these. I don't know about this year. Maybe next year if I if I can well. keep this streak up and and keep playing like the champ that I am. <laughs> yes, you are the champ. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Right on. Um, so I, I I don't have any more news or, or anything mm. like that. If you have any questions for us and uh, the Bat Squad or uh, Mike Vinicor, who will be joining us in our next podcast, that is very important. So yes, all of your Mike, especially Mike questions, mm-hmm. because it's a it's a special treat to have him here with us next right. week and. Uh, in the studio. In the studio, live in person. Yeah. Mike Vinicor. So send us your questions mm-hmm. to electricbadarcade at Gmail or join our Discord, which you can reach on our website. Yes. Uh, on the uh, the podcast tab on our website, go in there. There's links to all kinds of different ways you can watch and listen to this podcast. And there's a link to the Discord. You can also send questions to electricbadarcade at Gmail. 
Yes. Dot com. Mm-hmm. And, and then thanks to our sponsors too. Game yeah. Room Goodies, real, real fantastic people in the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marco Specialties. Yep. Stern Insider Connected. Yep. And we eat our own dog food. We use all of these companies' products and services, mm-hmm. and that's why we want to want them to be a part of this great thing. Yep. We're all in it together. <laughs> Right on. Um, uh, another cool thing is, since Mike Vinicor will be in town, he's going to play in the tournament with us on Tuesday. Yeah. So, so if you're local. This coming Tuesday, if you want to play with somebody who actually uh, is a part of the team that brings these wonderful machines to life, he loves talking about them, and uh, he's going to bring some uh, cool stern goodies yeah. to, to give out at the tournament. So uh, join us there. Tuesday, six thirty. Start of a new series. You can, oh, it's a brand you can new bring series. your uh And this will be for next year, right? Yes. Yeah. These whoppers will not go in until January. This series will end in January. January. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah. This is gonna be fun. Well, thank you for joining me. I'm I'm glad you could uh come into the studio. We we love we love chatting with you <laughs> and, and getting a little insight or, or running thank an you. arcade. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah, it, thank you for the flowers. Oh. I think this is the first time anybody's given me flowers. This is really exciting. I, I teared up a little bit oh. when you gave them to me. <laughs> You're special and you deserve it. Thank you so much. Okay, thank you for joining us. Uh, send us any questions or any topics you want us to go over uh, for the next episode with Mike Vinicor. Bats are out. And right now the bats are out. We're going to do the super secret bat handshake. <laughs> All right, hope you all have the best day. Thank you for joining us.